Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finterviews, the Fintervention. You know the score by now, this is a part of the podcast where you guys, the listeners, get to send in your worries, your woes, everything that is challenging you in your day to day and you get to bring to me and I get to break it down and give you a little intervention, Fintervention, dare you say. Basically, we uh, use this as a as a time to get to know each other. I, of course, give you all pseudonames, but we work through each other's grief and we try to come through with some solutions for our worried listeners out there. Now, this week, I am going solo and I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, you're not getting an array of um, usually quite drunk um, <laughs> opinions. It's me and I'm completely sober, so um, I'll try my best, um, but uh, without further ado... Let's start our first intervention of the evening. Now, our first one comes in from Mommy Milkers 69. Now, Mommy Milkers had uh, sent us in a little uh, message on Instagram. So it's just a read out one here. Um, but uh, without further ado, here we go. Mommy Milkers 69. Dear intervention, how big of an age gap is too big? I'm crazy about this boy that I think I'm I'm into. Um, is 10 years crazy to be into that someone? Um, is this realistic? What do I do? Wow, okay, so there's an open up one. Basically, let's break this down. Mommy Milkers <laughs> is asking, how big is too big of an age gap? And it sounds like the person that uh, they are interested in is 10 years um, we're not actually sure whether it's the older or younger, but, um, Percy and I, um, I don't know why I always bring it back to, but like, I put it in my own shoes where I think how much younger somebody my age would be if they were 10 years younger, if that makes sense. Like if they were older. So I'm thinking, oh, say it for myself, 23. I know you think I'm 18 or 21. I'm so youthful, but 23. 10 years younger than that, 13. I mean, I feel like everybody kind of goes along their life and has these different stages and these different things that they, ha- you know, happen to experience. And uh, I feel like 10 years, you get a lot of experience in that time. I mean, definitely. I feel like you're changed from uh, 13 to 23 um, quite a lot. Um, I don't know. Anyways, I don't fucking know. Um, but... I imagine if it was, say, 23 to 33, Jesus, like, I don't even want to know what the fuck Connor at 33 is going to be, like, probably old and haggard and with a severe alcohol problem. But that's neither here nor there. Really, Mommy Milkers is asking, is it too much of an age gap? That is up to you, Mommy Milkers. If your Mommy Milkers are telling you that, look, age is just a number, if you're past a certain, you know, point, if you're in, you know, past really... 1821. It's relatively simple. Every usually kind of working, studying, living their own life. It's up to yourself. I suppose is a person who is 10 years older. I mean, would it be a big thing for them? I put it I put in those kind of shoes. But if love prevails, fucking go for it. Who gives a shit anyways? At the end of the day, you might get like, I don't know, like a sugar daddy or something. Yeah, that could always work out. Um, hope that helps. Moving on to the next one of the evening. Um we have, of course, the lovely Dropanese23. Now, Dropanese, um, actually sent in a voice note, but, um, said that I couldn't play it. 
Um, so thanks for that, Japanese. Um, so apparently I have to heavily paraphrase <laughs> essentially what uh, happened to Japanese, and I'll try my best. So uh, without further ado, here we go. Dear Connor, hi, how's it going? It's me, Japanese. Here's the story. This girl I was friends with in college. Well, I say friends. We were only friends for association through work. Okay, so they were work friends. Basically, what has happened, um, they were hanging out in college and uh, they were uh, kind of just had some things in common um, just through their work. And uh, it seems that uh, dropping ease um, since they are not working together anymore has uh, realised that they don't have a lot in common. Japanese has then went on to say, intervention, um, I don't know what to do with myself. This girl, she has since followed me and my friend group who we weren't really associated with um, out on nights out. She's kind of became a distant part of the friend group but nobody really enjoys her and the last time they were all out together this girl ended up getting ridiculously drunk and boat everywhere and pissed in this girl's bed what her question is now she doesn't know what to do it's a friend that seems to get invited along um but she's trying to ghost her now she's trying to say how do i cut off this lead that uh really wasn't really part of the friendship group in the first place. So there we have, that was a lot to break down there. Um, I don't even know if I need to do another breakdown um, because I essentially broke down in the paraphrasing. <laughs> um, but what we do know is we have all been in these situations where, you know, there's a person that's kind of part of friendship group but not really. And it kind of gets to awkward stage where if you don't invite them, it's a bit rude, but also nobody really wants to have them there. Um, and if you're not aware of that, you're probably that person in the friendship group. What we want to know is how do we distance ourselves? Not necessarily ghosts, but how do we distance ourselves from it? That the friendship that isn't really a friendship has its natural progression to just becoming old friends, perhaps. I would say, look, obviously this girl... I mean, she means well and she doesn't really realise that uh, you guys probably aren't all getting along. But, I mean, if she's pissed in your bed and, I mean, you're maybe not answering back her text, I would say that's a pretty, pretty strong kind of indicator of what has happened there. Um, it's hard to break down for someone like that um, to essentially say, look, we don't really want to hang out with you anymore. It was just a kind of thing. I say the only thing that you can really do is kind of go along, let it play out as natural. Just say, I mean, again, it is maybe a bit childish um, to kind of just ignore them or kind of ghost them. But um, I don't know, it's maybe more hurtful to say to them, I mean, break down specifically why you don't want them. Maybe it's kind of to break down why maybe you guys don't want them. Or if it is to be, you know, every now and then kind of thing. Is that the worst thing in the world? I mean, at the end of the day, um, an all branch does no harm. You can invite them around to something that isn't drinks where they don't end up pissing themselves. Um, that, that's what my friends have had to do for me now. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would say maybe just if they do are coming across a bit too keen or they are tra- tra- keep trying to make plans, just say, look, I'm very busy at the moment. And... You know, if anything ever comes out that the rest of you were all hanging together, 
what can you say? You just say, oh, it was a last minute thing. Sorry, I literally just got asked. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we're all working adults. And um, if somebody isn't, you know, picking up the signs, like, Jesus, fucking learn how to read. Um, <laughs> I hope that helps. Um, I don't think it has that much. But uh, on to the next one. Anyways, um... <laughs> Jesus, I really know why I have uh, other people here to do this because I understand I'm saying everybody. Um, the next one of Fintervention comes in tonight from Santa's Little Snitch. Now, um, Santa's Little Snitch has a bit of an issue with some money problems in relationships, so I'm told. But we will hear it all from Santa's Little Snitch in person. Um, so without further ado, here we go. Santa's Little Snitch. <laughs> Okay, here's one. If a couple are living together and like paying rent and paying bills and one person in the relationship makes more than the other, Mm. should the person who makes more money pay a higher percentage of the bills or should it be split 50-50? Ooh. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so... Essentially, let's, let's take, let's take a wee back a wee second here. So, Sansa Little Snitch is asking us if you are in a rental situation, um, say with a partner, um, boyfriend, girlfriend, not really sure. I say married, I'm, I'm thinking there's more boyfriend, girlfriend, and one person in the relationship is earning significantly more money. Should that person, the higher earner, pay more in rent and maybe take the weight of the financial burden of the person that's earning less. Interesting. Or should it be split 50-50? Now, personally, I'm thinking this as, okay, look, you're living together. You have both kind of, you know, signed up to the same kind of lease. I feel like you, you deserve to, each deserves to pull their own weight in a situation. But saying that now, if the person is making, you know, outrageous amounts more than you say you know 20,000 more than you I mean realistically and they're not feeling the struggle of it and you're maybe trying to see in bed yeah I could see how that might become um an issue because you're probably thinking look I'm struggling here and I'm trying to pay this you know hefty rent because I mean imagine living in Dublin you know two people renting out of the same place that's expensive and if it is causing one person a lot of stress, a lot of trouble, or just not allowing them to have, you know, the same freedom as the other person, because the other person's probably thinking, oh, you know, I can, you know, go out for drinks all the time, or, you know, let's book a flight here or somewhere or whatever like this. Maybe, maybe that makes a bit of an uneven relationship, but should one person's pay affect how they're treated in a rental market? I'm not completely sure. I would say split it down equally, make it as fair as possible, but obviously when there is a clear, you know, disparage in everybody's ability to pay for things, tell the other person, let them fucking pay for, you know, all the dinners. Let them play, pay for the flights. Let them pay for the hotels, all the rest of it. Because the last thing that you want to happen is, say, if you are the high earner in the relationship and you potentially break up or, you know, and you end up staying in the place that, or you have somebody else move in, that then you're just paying huge amounts. I mean, that can always be renegotiated. Um, but I imagine... If you're in a relationship, look, it's tit for tat, kind of let them 
or the person who heifers anymore, let them pay for some other things. But in terms of renting, I think it's fair enough to keep it 50-50. But that's just my personal opinion. I mean, I, I, what do I fucking know? I'm not a fucking rental marketer. Um, I am, but I just, I, I'm not really a ship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope that helps. Uh, sounds sounds a little snitch. Um, probably not. Um, uh, but yeah, split a fifty fifty, and then fucking they owe you a beer. Yeah, whatever. Um, on to our next one of the evening. It's another voice note, and this one comes in from Una Thermometer. Yeah, this. Uh, I thought that was going to be Una Thurman there. Um, but no, Una Thermometer, and um, Una actually has a very specific issue this evening. Um, I think it's about relationships. Um, So, without further ado, here we go along with Una Thermometer. I've interviews, um, a long-time listener, first-time caller. Mm. I am just calling you about my problems with men. Problems I've with men. just discovered that my ex-boyfriend is now become a convict. Oh. Um, <laughs> I had a, st- a while there that I was a bit obsessed with GAA boys, and then my <laughs> most recent phase have been very lefty boys. Um, the ones I want to stick around tend to don't stick around. Mm. The ones I don't want to stick around tend to linger like a bad smell. Wow. What do I do? Why why is this happening? Any suggestions? Ugh. <laughs> Jesus. It was a uh, at the end for me there. Um okay, so <laughs> um Una Thermometer um has let us know that basically she has had issues in the past with boys. They have been well, I mean, they've been GA, they've been lefties, um apparently fucking convicts now. And um she is looking some advice on what was it again? I'm I'm gonna replay a little bit here. The ones I want to stick around tend to don't stick around and the ones I don't want to stick around tend to linger like a bad smell. What do I do? Why why is this happening? Any suggestions? Okay, so the boys that she actually is interested in don't seem to last um, as long as they would like but the ones that she isn't really into seem to be the long-term relationships. Um... Now, just speaking from experience, um, in a thermometer, I imagine that, um, you maybe, um, are a bit of a serial dater. Maybe this is, uh, a thing where you feel like you are jumping from one relationship to next and often maybe settling for people that aren't just right for you. Um, I may be wrong, but I mean, I'm just guessing throughout the air. This all, um, anonymous. I wouldn't have any idea who you are. Uh, my, my, uh, my main advice would be, um, Stop waiting for, or, you know, going into a relationship with these boys who maybe aren't right for you. Because, I mean, text you to tango in this situation. And um, especially if you're saying these ones that you don't want to linger are having, you know, are big cranberries fans and they're lingering all the time. Um, if they're staying around, but the ones that you're interested in are going, maybe the fleeting interest ones, maybe they're... I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think why they wouldn't stay. Clearly, they're not right for you. If the ones that you actually are interested in don't stay. Um, and you're obviously settling for the ones that will stay. Um, I would imagine because you're clearly not happy in the longer term with that. 
to combat this, I would say, you know, focus on yourself for a little bit. Um, at the fucking, who needs men? Do you know what I mean? Um, Uma Thermometer, just, who needs men? Fucking, they can go get rickety wrecked and, um, do you know what? Just play the single field for a while. Don't be think relationships. Let it happen organically. Now, I know that's easy for us to say as young people here, but I mean, what else are you supposed to do in this kind of world if you're just jumping from person to person and you're hoping that one person will be the next long time? Then you're pushing an agenda onto that rather than letting it happen organically. Whether if the person is right for you and um, it's just happened without you having to pressure it or the other person, you know, pre- ha- potentially pressuring it, um, that, that's the person that you're going to stay out, out long with. Um, but yeah. I say, Uma Thermometer, take it easy, um, take a breath, um, get off Tinder, and <laughs> just enjoy the single life for a hot second. Your men are trash. Clearly, the history hasn't been stunning. Um, so, you know, let's write a new page. Let's, uh, let's, let's get out of this cycle and uh, try something new. Let them come to you. And if they're not right for you, let them pass. If they are, see what happens. But don't force any agendas on anyone. Don't say that you need a boyfriend or you want a boyfriend. We'll just see what happens. Uh, I hope that helps. And if not, um, sorry. <laughs> and finally, guys, oh my God, I can't believe I've been chatting by myself for almost 20 minutes. Jesus fucking Christ, I can't believe you've been listening for this long. Uh, we come to our very final intervention of the evening. Now, I know this is cry cry tear tears, um, but don't be worrying. We're always coming back every other week and hopefully I'll have a guest next time who actually wants to sit down and chat with me um, because this is terrifying doing it by myself. I've just realised I think I need to get better chatting to nobody because currently I'm chatting to a computer screen. Um, but without further ado, our last intervention of the evening comes in from Roast Beef Rosie. Now, Roast Beef Rosie is again another voice note sender and we love these ones. They're giving their passion or all. I think we get a real, you know, sense of what's happening in their life. But without further ado, Roast Beef Rosie, Roast, what? Roast Beef Rosie. Here goes your intervention. Here we go. Connor, um, I'm once again in desperate need of a intervention. Um, I was just wondering, hypothetically, if I were to work with a very good-looking doctor, mm. I was just wondering hypothetically, hypothetically how I would go about hypothetically <laughs> having his babies. Hypothetically, thank you. So, um, roast beef, uh, Rosie. <laughs> hypothetically, um, I'm just going to guess and say it's not hypothetical. Um, roast beef, Rosie uh, is uh, has a little crush on doctor. And she is wondering how does she really take the next steps in this? Um, let me let me just list this real quick in. If I were to work with a very good looking doctor, I was just wondering hypothetically how I would go about hypothetically having his babies, hypothetically. Thank you. Okay, so um this uh this uh roast beef rosie actually uh, works with a doctor and she's trying to find out how to land him down have his babies um birth his children and busy ride that donkey um all night long okay so let's uh let's see um i mean you're already in uh you know you're already in a work environment perfect 
you already have that little step in to say like, oh my God, we work together. It's not awkward. It's not like you just seen someone on the street and you said, I'm going to have their children. No, you know this person. You've vetted them out. I'm sure you've done heavy social research and uh, research into their background as well. Um, but you want to take the next steps and you want to say, doctor, I'm a scared little nurse. Or I don't know why I said nurse. Uh, I, it's me, roast beef Rosie. I think I need assistance. I know. I have no idea how to make it sexy. Um, can I have your babies? Yeah, that is a that's a hard one actually to navigate around. Um, maybe the best situation to do here is play the field a little bit. Start flirting with them. Test out the waters. See if this you know, McDreamy, this doctor is giving you know any indication that potentially he wants you to have his babies. Um, is he, I mean, is he single? Is he taken? That would be, uh, one of my first questions in, uh, the situation. Um, cause often the best ones are taken, um, just too quickly. Uh, I would say maybe approach him, maybe start wearing something a little bit flirty into work. I mean, short, short skirts around the house, doctor. I mean, find out, does he have any kind of particular kinks? Is there anything that you, you could maybe bring to him to make him realise that you are the perfect match, that you are to bear all the children, be the family that he didn't know he needed and the one that you will take by force. Um, I would say that'd be the best kind of advice. Uh, really just get a little sexy with it. I mean, start dropping things in front of him, um, bending down provocatively, flirt away. I'm sure you know what to do, Roast Beef Rosie. Um, and... Let, let us know. Let us know how you get on. Because, I mean, this would be b- beautiful if somebody from the podcast, one of the listeners, um, end up having children together. It could be, oh my God, it could be a intervention baby. There we go. There we go. Um, so yeah, play a little flirty, find out if he's single. And um, once you kind of gauge that situation, then, you know, to go in for the kill. You know, get him well liquored up or, you know, you pass out CPR and then you're saying, oh my God, get one of the other girls to be like, she needs CPR. He goes in, breathe, push, push, push in the chest. You stick the tongue in him and then you just go at it. Uh, simple, done, easy, smooth as, smooth as hell. Uh, and I hope that helps. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Fit Reviews this evening. Hopefully next week, um, or the week after, the next one, whatever, uh, we will have a guest back on because I know you guys enjoy having the guests on and I enjoy having them on too. Um, but uh, in the meantime, if you do find yourself having any other worries or woes, you can always get in touch and leave them with me to go through in a intervention. I'm on socials. That's where you can send them into on Facebook. Wonder that. Instagram, probably best. Um, TikTok, a bit weird. Um, Snapchat, no, not Snapchat. Just Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. Send them in on Instagram. That's probably the best one. That's where I do a little call out for them. I'm at Finterviews uh, underscore podcast. But uh, on all of that, just give me a wee follow, like, share, post them wherever you can. And yeah, if you have any suggestions as well for uh, the regular podcast, uh, you can also give them in there as well. Um, And do not forget to give us a five-star rating, you know, and a review. All that stuff really does help in all the listen platforms that you're on. But... Until next time, I appreciate you for coming into the Fender Mansion and uh, I hope you enjoyed. Chat to you later. Bye.